0: Hello and welcome back to the Foreclosure Deals Coach Podcast. This is your host and Foreclosure Deals Coach, Donnie Coram, recording at our downtown Denver studios with my producer, main man, and audio extraordinaire, Mr. Jay Winston. What's up, man? Oh, man, just uh, another day. Another day getting in. Uh, Hey, man, I'll tell you what. I actually went to Garden of the Gods earlier today. Yeah. That is a like a big you know, national park. Well, I don't know if it's a national park. It is. Big. Okay, so a national park uh, down in uh, Colorado Springs, Colorado. Beautiful. It is a nice area, isn't it? Huge rock formations. I'm like, man, I want to like go off the trail and like climb up everything, but I also... Don't want to get arrested. I don't want to get arrested. Yeah. yeah. I want to fall off of something. <laughs> big piece of sand, sand. I kind of abide by my that's excellent, man. You know, and, and it's funny because, you know, we open this show, we always get our little banter on and, and our, you know, if you guys ever, if you're ever around our team, like we try to talk about something positive focus at every single meeting that we do, just something that's going on. That's, that's, super cool to the garden of the God. See, I'm going to add to the positive focus, you know, what's going on right now. My, my youngest daughter graduated from the, uh, the fifth grade. This week. Yeah. So I got, I got a sixth grader. All of my kids are out of elementary school, which is very scary stuff. I'm feeling extremely old. Oh, no, man. You better watch out. Yeah. And, you know, I, my daughters, of course, I'm biased, but they're gorgeous. You know, so like I've got three very pretty girls. I, I swear to you, boys out there, you go near them, I will find you and I will kill you. It's a, it's a very simple thing for me. They got an extra office. So you, <laughs> you better watch out. out it's like that bad boy scene. Ah, You've you been, nice. you been to jail? <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, let's get to it. We're going to have a can fun just bantering all day. Let's get to this. As always, I got an article from a housing wire this week uh talking about um home renovation declines in wake of COVID-19. Now, you would think that, you know, people obviously are not going to work on their homes as much uh, during the time where you can't have strangers in your house because you're worried about potential contamination, et cetera, that seems a little obvious. But why is Housing Wire covering this? Right? Well, let's find out. If we dig a little bit deeper, you see, if you, if you look at home renovations in general, houses are one of those assets that although they go up in value, they go down in condition every single day. Right, it's just logical. It's a it's a thing that's going to depreciate in condition every day. Wind damage from the inside. You know, if you've got young children, if you're a tenant, if you're any one of my tenants, like for some reason you're enjoying tearing up my houses sometimes. Right, so we know that every single day a little bit of damage is happening to these properties. Home renovation is the great equalizer of the deterioration of houses, right? So if people who are investing in their property continue to put new cabinets in their property, continue to add to the flooring, to put in new furnace and AC systems, to like smart home is huge right now, right? A lot of renovation going on with people adding uh, touchscreen thermostats and all the stuff that goes with that. If that ceases to happen, what happens to the overall real estate market around it? Well, the answer seems a little bit obvious. You're going to have houses deteriorating faster who are not getting the renovation they need to keep up that deterioration. We're just going to devalue them in a marketplace where we're pretty sure we're going to see an increase in foreclosures as well at the same time. Right? So think about the combined effect on that. You've got a financial impact and you've got deteriorating property. Okay, So housing wire is covering this because we should all be taking note of the fact this goes well beyond, as unfortunate as it is, people losing their employment and ability to pay their mortgages. That is a problem, right? It goes well beyond tenants who are going to get evicted because they can't pay the rent right now because they're not currently employed. That is a problem, but that is one part of the piece. you got to look at the assets themselves. And if the asset is not getting renovation. We're seeing a big decline on people maintaining these deteriorating assets. If that goes down, you're going to have a lot more dilapidated houses on the market. You are already heading that direction, but the people who are proud of their home, who have worked on it for years, who are not doing as many home renovation projects right now, according to this article, is also going to have a massive impact on what I believe is the looming and upcoming foreclosure market. Now, this is not to scare you. Listen, on foreclosure deals, Coach, we're anything but fear tactics. You know, I might be a little anti-Zillow. You know, I feel like there's a little... I might be extremely anti-Zillow, right? But... I'm not here to promote fear tactics. I'm looking forward to a foreclosure market. I'm looking forward to helping my coaching students and my clients and my potential investors to make more money in the foreclosure market. But these are signs of the reality that, that is coming. That day is upon us. And we've been looking for years to find the catalyst that was going to change the real estate market from an up, 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 up market to a flattening market to a downward spiraling market. Okay, and I believe we've just hit flattening, and what's next seems kind of obvious, okay? I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But these articles we bring you each and every week that you can find on the Foreclosure Deals Coach Facebook page, you can also find it on my LinkedIn, Donnie Corum on LinkedIn. That's D-O-N-N-Y, because I like you. And Corum C-O-R-A-M, right? <laughs> See what I did there, right? All, right? all right. That was hot. Did you like that? Yeah, look, maybe. All right. Check me out there. Those articles will be posted there. You can keep in tune with what's going on. But I bring you these articles. I bring you this news, first of all, because I consume a copious amount of data about foreclosures. I would argue I ingest more information about foreclosure data than any sane human being in the entire planet. And now here you are, who are probably a pretty normal person prior to stumbling on this show. Now you're ingesting all this foreclosure data. Look at how this data is going to spread. It's like, what will we call it? the the coronavirus too soon. soon. All right. All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. So I want you to check out that article because it's fascinating. Okay. So today's show is all about tax liens. Now, when we talk about tax liens, you need to first understand what is exactly a tax lien? Well, when you buy a property, even if you pay it off, you never fully own that property. Did you know that? Because at the end of the day, you still have property taxes. And why do we have to pay property taxes? Well, because property taxes are what generally keep your schools open. It's what generally pays your police officers and your firefighters. A big, if not the most of what a city brings in in revenue or a state brings in in revenue, depending on the jurisdiction you're in, is the property taxes that create the revenue that make all that possible. Right, You can see property taxes, like if we go down to Fountain, Colorado, which is just south of Colorado Springs, Colorado, where I started my foreclosure investing business, one of my favorite cities in the world to invest in, you got property taxes as low as $600 a year. I mean, you did see them down to $400 a year, right? in certain cases and then you get to Denver or any of these big cities and some of these larger homes I've seen property tax bills 30 40 50 thousand dollars a year in property taxes so where is all this money going well hopefully it's going to clean up the potholes on the street in front of your house it's going to keep your parks open your cops well paid which they certainly should be your teachers teaching your children etc 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 ad nauseum okay but when a property goes into distress which happens when people lose their source of income due to things like, I don't know, the coronavirus, right? And if they stop paying those bills, the inside of your mortgage, there's multiple components. They call it P-I-T-I. The P stands for principal. That's your favorite one. Because the principal when you're making your mortgage payment is paying down what you owe on the property. And over 30 long years, you will eventually pay that principal down to zero after 360 painful payments 30 years later. Okay. Number two is the interest. During the first three to four years of you owning said property that we're talking about, most of your payment, I'm I'm talking like 85, 90% of your payment is going directly to this category, the interest category. Okay. But should you be one of the fortunate few who pays off the property, you still got the T and the I to deal with. The T is taxes, and that's what this show is about today, the property taxes, and the I, which we're not going to go into detail today, but we will in another show, is the insurance, also critical, unless you want one day for your asset to burn to the ground and you have nothing to show for it, okay? So getting back to the taxes, when people get into a jam in their housing, they stop making the payments, or even if they don't have payments to make anymore, the taxes accrue on that property going forward, see, the jurisdiction that the property is in does not care at all that you're unemployed and not able to make the payment see they still got to pay the firefighters and the cops and fix the streets and yada yada so these property taxes continue to accumulate even if they're not paid well over time like anything else the collection man comes showing up and in the case of property taxes collection man shows up in the form of a tax lien or a lien against the property that requires that it's paid off in order to maintain ownership Okay so many years ago there was rumors about buying properties in tax lien sales and owning a $100,000 house for a $600 tax lien that the owner failed to pay okay and i'm not saying it didn't happen i'm saying it didn't happen near as often as these sources of information led you to believe because okay? the reality is most people are not going to let a property go for a $1,000 tax lien if it's a $200,000 house. That's just not logical. Hi, this is Donnie Corum, your foreclosure deals coach. One of the things we talk about on the show is the importance of great foreclosure data and helping you to find a great deal on a foreclosure property. But where do you find this data? You're certainly not going to find it on Realtor.com. You can't get it on your local MLS. So we have partnered with data provider Foreclosures.com to get you the latest and greatest in foreclosure listings right there in your local market. These properties are not hit the market in most cases. And when they have been foreclosed, gives you easy access to find out more detail so you can get the best deal on a foreclosure property. Getting started is super easy. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com and click on the link labeled Foreclosure List. Enter your zip code for a free seven-day trial of the best foreclosure listing data available in your local market. These properties are not even on the market yet, so you can get a jump on them and get a great deal. Once again, this is Donnie Corm, your Foreclosure Deals Coach. We'll look forward to seeing you there. That being said, there are definitely opportunities in the purchasing of tax liens, and one of these strategies that we teach, and I'll admit we don't spend a ton of time on it, because although I've done a couple of tax lien deals, I have not done that many of them, I'm well versed enough in them to teach people not to get heavily involved in them, okay? Because you can buy tax liens for 20 cents, 25 cents on the dollar from a jurisdiction that wants to sell those tax liens to the highest bidder to get them off their books and collect some revenue. And you can then go to the owner and theoretically foreclose as a lien holder on that property to own it for virtually what you pay for the tax lien Assuming there was no first mortgage in place and assuming the owner of said property doesn't want the house anymore and is willing to let it go for you know for, for what the price of the tax lien. These situations are so rare. I just I would tell you that I would not spend a ton of time looking for your deal hunting in tax liens. So why am I doing a show on it? Because you guys asked me to. Okay, And we get a lot of feedback. What about tax lien sales, Donnie? How does that work? It came up a couple of times. And being the dedicated host to my listeners that I am, I, of course, had to reach out and to provide you this information. It can be done. I can't help you to do it. There are some resources out there that make it a little bit easier. You can search for tax lien property in my favorite affiliate software, PropStream. So if you're going to get started in tax lien investing, your first step is going to be to identify the tax liens that are available. For purchase, okay. So let's start with that. The first one, identify. In order to identify, it used to be very difficult. You had to head down to the county records, you had to find the tax liens that were filed, hunt down the owner, then you had to negotiate that deal. It was a long process, it very rarely paid a dividend, and as a result, tax liens sort of faded out of existence a little bit, okay. Today, not so much. Today, you can hop on PropStream, you can find all the properties in your desired area that have tax liens. You can't can't generally tell the amount of the tax lien, okay? What it tells you is what it was filed at. Here's how much is owed and then you kind of have to extrapolate what is the remaining balance, and then, of course, you're hoping to get a discount on that note and buy that tax lien for a discount, okay? Hoping is a key word there. See, these jurisdictions, they have access to the same data you have, okay? So they're not necessarily going to take a discount on that tax lien. Do they want to recover that that income, that money from the property taxes? Of course they do. The very lifeblood of our culture and society relies on the property taxes that keep it afloat. But are they going to let it go with a discount not as much today I'll tell you okay in my my experience it can be done it does not happen all that often but listen I am not here to deter your fight if tax lien investing is what you want to do first locate identify the tax lien then you got to locate and identify the owner and then you have to figure out what he owes on the property to begin with because it's not it's very rarely you just have a tax lien on a free and clear property most properties in the US are encumbered by a mortgage most of them I didn't say all Okay? I'm saying that the majority of properties are encumbered by a mortgage. And the reason that is, if you're wondering, because by the way, if you go into Canada, our neighbors to the north, a <laughs> most properties are not encumbered by a mortgage. Do you know why that is? It's a simple matter of supply and demand. See, in the U.S., we have this tax benefit. Since we're talking about taxes, where keeping a mortgage is good for your income taxes because you could write off the mortgage interest. So multimillionaires, guys who could easily write a check to pay off their mortgage, still maintain some degree of encumbrance on their mortgages because it's just good tax sense to not pay income tax on that money. Whereas in Canada, where they're mostly socialists, A, they're already paying such a high tax rate that they do not, yeah, there's no tax benefits for you keeping a mortgage so people pay off their mortgage in Canada more often than not. Okay, But here in the U.S., as long as there's tax benefits to it, you're going to find the most to have mortgages. That's important if you're going to be a tax lien investor, Okay, because you now have to track down what the balance due on that mortgage is. You own this tax lien that you've got time to redeem on, but in order to redeem it, you have to pay off the first mortgage on that property. In order to do that, you have to know how much it is. In order to do that, you have to have a seller who's okay with that right? So it's a lot of hoops to jump through to get this tax lane thing done. I've heard of stellar deals being done. I did a handful of tax lane deals that were, I'm going to say, okay. Like I'm not going to say I knocked it out of the park on those deals. So I'm very well versed in it. I am simply offering the fact that if you're going to do tax lane investing, there's probably a better way to help you find deals. There's so many great wholesaling courses out there to help you identify great deals. Of course, there's obviously foreclosures out there where the foreclosure deals coach here, right there on PropStream. You can also search for the foreclosures right deal there in your area, which is why I push that software so very much because it solves a lot of problems there. And of course, you can't locate tax liens. After you've been through all of that process, in my opinion, you are better served not doing tax lien investing, but that's my opinion on it, okay? Your, your mileage may vary. If you're looking for extensive coaching on tax lien investing, I'm probably not your coach, but at least you got a show here today where I give you my opinion on how that's going to work or if it's going to. Work. Once you've identified the mortgage holder, you've got the, the encumbrances in place, you can pay off the first mortgage. You now own that property because you bought the tax lien, you secured your interest in it by buying the tax lien. Now you own the property, you get to decide what to do with it. If that mortgage was super low, you know, you might have gotten a stellar deal. These things do happen. It can happen. I just don't think it happens as regularly as, as a lot of the tax lien coaches pitch it. Okay, so I have some reservations with that. And I want to be as transparent with you as possible. I'm the foreclosure deals coach, man. And I'm here to bring you deals on property. Well, sometimes the best deal is the one you can get. You know, so if you're not doing deals because you're chasing that uh the white elephant, as it were, I'm not serving you by telling you, yeah, man, go out there, you know, buy some tax liens, invest some money in that. They also go on to say in tax lien investing that you get the benefit of gaining from the interest that the tax lien throws off until it's paid off. You know, it's accruing interest, etc. So you can you can collect on it long term, and that's what some of these guys do. They buy a bunch of tax liens, it goes up, by whatever the county or state approved interest rate is, and then one day this guy's got to sell. The a property or refinance the property, and the Pied Piper is right there to collect his money. Right, you're, you're, you're picking it picking up like, hey man, I've been waiting here for years. <laughs> Where's my loot? I don't know if I like those guys. what am saying? Like he's got the mustache. Like, but I'll be do not crash code, not collect two hundred dollars. <laughs> right. That's that's how I envision taxing investors. Like they're the Monopoly man with the monocle and all of it. You know. So. I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm telling you it's not my style. It's not my strategy. But I would be remiss to not answer the request and call of the listeners that I love so much who make the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast as awesome as it is, okay? So there's my coverage on that, right? If you want to have a further discussion on that during our strategy call, if you decide to do a strategy session with me, um, let's talk about it. If that's a strategy you want to employ, let's talk about it. I'm going to steer you into continuing to investigate that and actually helping you get a deal done at the same time. You know what I mean? Because that's what this is all about, right? You're investing your precious time right now to listen to the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast. It means the world to me. If tax lien investing is what you want to do, I'm here to help you to do that. Okay, bottom line, so we can have that discussion. I'm also going to make sure you can fund that that long tail pursuit with other ventures that might be able to pay you a little bit sooner so you can keep that venture going in the short term. So this is not Donnie telling you no. Donnie's saying tax lanes sucked. I'm not saying those things. I'm saying Zillow sucks. And that was completely irrelevant, but I wanted to get that in there. <laughs> at least right? At least- <laughs> <laughs> I love you guys at Zillow. I do. We should call. We'll go grab a round of golf. I mean, it's a joke. I kid. Um... You know, So if you're going to do it, let's do it together because that's what this is all about. We're we're exploring the real estate investing journey. Here's the thing. If you've got something that I could benefit from in the real estate investing world, would you be so kind as to reach out to me and tell me about it? If you're killing it in one department of your real estate investing world, let's not only talk about it, but let's bring you right here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast in one of our interview sessions, and let's discuss what's working for you. If Tax Lanes is blowing it away for you, you're making a ton of money in it, I would love to chat with you. I would love to have that conversation. So please reach out. Head on out to foreclosuredealscoach.com. Hit me up on LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash Donny Coram, D-O-N-N-Y-C-O-R-A-M, and let's have the discussion. But if you're just getting started in real estate investing, please, please, please do not make your first investment into a tax lien. I'm pretty sure you're going to tie up capital with very little return, okay? And that, that's my opinion on it. That's, my, that's been my experience with it. I certainly want to make sure I steer you in the right direction. All right, well, that's, that's today's show. I hope you had a good time. I had a good time, you know? Good, good. That's important to me, that you guys are entertained. There's a lot of boring podcasts out there. Have you noticed that? Have you listened to some of the real estate podcasts out there? I, I try not to. Well, actually, I do when I want to go big. See, that's, it works, right? So today, we're going to discuss the Burr method. In the Burr method, you buy houses. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So I try to keep it lively. I try to have you guys have a good time. And based on the feedback, it sounds like you are. Listenership's going up. We really appreciate it. It's been awesome to get started in your foreclosure deals, coach investing. I want you to add to foreclosuredealscoach.com. And I want you to join the Facebook Page Foreclosure Deals Coach and once you have decided you're going to do this and want to get into the analytics of actually doing a deal, I want you to head to foreclosuredealscoach.com or reach out to me on LinkedIn and I will get you a 7 day free trial of PropStream which will allow you to analyze those deals as they come in. Because listen, it doesn't matter how many deals you find, if you don't know what they're worth, they're going to do a lick of good, right? So we want to make sure you get through every step of the phase and ultimately become a successful foreclosure investor. That's what the show is all about, alright? With that, we're going to wrap up because we're out of time for today. I thank you guys so much for tuning in, and I remind you, as we remind you each and every episode here on the Foreclosure Deals Coach podcast, don't you go out there and buy a house, buy a deal. Want more of the Foreclosure Deals Coach? Hit subscribe and stay tuned for more of the mindset, methodology, and tools you'll need to invest in foreclosures. Visit foreclosuredealscoach.com and text DEAL to get a list of foreclosures in your area.